At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSEN. And away we go. Week 11 kicks off tonight in Green Bay. It's going to be a weather game. We'll get to that in just a bit as we welcome you in. This is the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. I'm Patrick Maher on assignment in Miami. How about that? Michael Lombardi. How we doing, Michael? We, we are good, and you hit the line. I mean, remember when Jackie Gleason used to announce his show, and away we go? I mean, here we are in Miami. The the wonderful city, uh, Tua Mania, is all over the place. I came down here to experience it. <laughs> And uh, relish in it and see how we're doing. But it's great to be here, Patrick. And we got a lot to look forward to. The week starts uh, with a good game, I think, tonight. I really do. I think it'll be a I fun do too. game. Uh, you know, for Thursday night, this is a this is a pretty good menu. And by the way, Football Done Right is the book. Michael is on assignment working on some book stuff. So that's pretty cool as uh, that's going to drop sooner than later. Okay, let's discuss it. Look, you and I, it's kind of been the theme where weather is now a part of the mix, right? So yeah. weather mm-hmm. moving forward is going to be a part of the mix here. And again, there's a slight correlation when it comes to temperature and scoring being just a tad down. But tonight we are going to have twenties with the wind chill. It's going to be in the teens, maybe eight to 10 degrees there in green Bay. Let's start with the weather and then we'll set up the number. Well, I mean, look, I, I think the one thing that you have to experience in green Bay is the field conditions, right? That is a slippery field, but as it gets frozen and they have the coils underneath it, it kind of right. softens it and it doesn't make it as slippery actually. So I don't think that'll be the issue. I think that Henry will wear the right spikes. You got to wear those big spikes here. When you play up there, you can't wear the little ones or you'll slip. So I think he'll wear those. And 
I think it'll be a slow-paced game, which is exactly what Tennessee wants. I mean, neither offense is explosive. I know that a Packer scored 31 points last week against Dallas, but typically that's not the case. And Tennessee wants to be the boxer that, that spars on the ropes and just pounds and doesn't want to get into a dance and flow matchup. They want to be able to slow the game down and do what they did last week at home against Denver and win 17-10, to 10, get it in the fourth quarter close, keep their running game intact. If you're a Titans bracker, you, you feel really good about the game last week because you didn't even get Henry going, and you still were able to win the game with five guys missing in your defensive front. So I, I think it's a, you know, it's a tough challenge for them. They have a bunch of guys going to miss again today, but this, this Tennessee team is resilient. I think you nailed it on injuries. I'll get to the injuries. The number, Green Bay is laying three. That's 120 juice. So could we see a three and a half? Remember, if it jumps to three and a half, it's going to get bought back down quickly. Michael, you've got a low total of 41. Green Bay is six and four to the under. Tennessee is seven and two to the under. But to your point, two plotting offenses. Tennessee's last as far as seconds per play. And Green Bay is the fourth slowest team. So these are two plotting teams going to be playing in cold temperatures. We expect it to be even more plotting. Well, and the other thing is, and, and, you know, I'm pretty critical of Matt LaFleur quite a bit on my podcast and here on the show. But uh, as I just told Femi, I thought last week's game plan, when I watched the game tape of it, I thought it was his best game plan ever. I thought he actually was really understanding how to play complementary football. Not that they're very good in the kicking game at all, because they're not, you know, and they, and they turned the ball over. Rodgers eventually got cut. But to me, they were they were able to do the things they need to do around the talent level that they have. And they got the ball to Watson for three touchdowns, and he wasn't just a major focus of the offense. So, to me, this has to carry through. Can they run the ball on Tennessee? Tennessee's very fast up front. David Long will make 100 tackles. They can get to the edge, and they can run. And if Simmons plays inside, it's a problem. I think a lot of this game is going to come down to the injury level of the, of the Packer offensive line. Will they be healthy up front? Because this front, even though they played their backups last week, Russell Wilson's probably still sore today. They took a beating to him. Oh, this is a tough defense. Uh, you can't run against the Titans. Vrabel is a wizard, and we'll get to Vrabel. That angle matters here. But let's talk Titans injuries, Michael. First off, a kicker. Tonight, kicker is important. Randy Bullock's out. Josh Lambeau is going to be in. Bud Dupree, the linebacker, out. Hooker, the safety, out. Johnson, the cornerback, out. The center, Ben Jones, is out. The question, will Jeffrey Simmons return this is a banged-up Titans team on a short week. Yeah, and they say Simmons will play. And, look, okay. all those guys you mentioned were out last week anyway. Correct. You know, Ben Jones didn't play. They were able to get through. This offensive line, when you watch this tonight, this offensive line is not very good. It's remarkable that they get any yards moving the football. It, it, it really is. They get beat up, and yet they just hang in there, hang it. They have the personality of their head coach. It's pretty clear. And they understand what it takes to win in all three phases. And they don't mind playing a doubleheader on defense. They really don't. They just continue to go in there. You know, Farley is a guy that they had to put on IR. He was one of their starting corners. Now that he's on IR. So they're really depleted, but somehow, some way. The kicker to me is interesting because, as we saw last week with Mason Crosby, you know, he tried that 54-yarder into the wind, the same direction people are giving Mike McCarthy crap for not kicking. That wasn't even right. close. And, and later in the game, it wasn't going to be even closer than it was. So kicking in the stadium, especially with cold weather, where it's like kicking a cinder block, it's going to be very challenging. It's going to be very challenging. And you got to have a really good fourth down package going into this game because I don't think you want to try a 50-yard field goal when you know you can't make it. You're better off going for it on fourth down. 
Talks about Mike Vrabel. So the last seven for the Titans, Michael, they're six and one straight up. They're seven and zero oh ATS. Uh, he's a wizard. We've talked about it extensively. It's done a hell of a job. He's just got this team again. Remember, they lost one of their best defenders before the season started, and you can't run against this team. They're just tough. They are. They're tough. They're physical. They play hard. They play every single plays the next play. They don't get caught up in having a negative play, you know, and they battled to the end. I mean, last week, Denver's got the ball with three minutes to go in the game down by seven and they come down the field and, you know, they make enough plays in the game and Denver doesn't protect well enough. It's fourth and nine and they put pressure on. They call timely blitzes. They're really well coached defensively and offensively. They know who they are. Like they don't try to make any bones about it. Like they're not trying to be flashy. You know, they have a trick play in, which got them a touchdown. Westbrook was able to make two catches in the game, once, one at the end of the half, which was critical. Cost Denver the game. Denver lost a middle eight last week because of it. They were getting the ball to start the half, but if they would have held Tennessee to a field goal on the third and eight or third and goal from the eight on that seven route that they throw the touchdown pass on, they probably win the game. That's the fine line that happens, and Tennessee is always on the right side of that fine line with Vrabel. And then we'll get to the Packers side coming up in just a bit, but furthering the conversation about the Titans and why they've been so successful, they foreseen a tough third down spots, right? Michael, they're the stingiest third down conversion defense. They're tremendous in the red zone. They can pressure you without blitzing, which helps on third downs. Like this is, you know, technically it, the numbers bear out metrically as far as the, the Titans on defense to be wow. Yeah, I mean, I think what's funny is is the fact that, you know, when you when you watch their team play, you're not wowed by them. But no. like the Giants, <laughs> but like the Giants, in all the statistical numbers that you come up with, they're really good. That matter most when it comes to winning games, right? They're really good on third down. They're really good in the red zone. You know, they can control the line of scrimmage. That they, they know who they are. They they when they turn it over is when they get in trouble. And typically, they've done a good job of not turning the ball over this year, even, you know, with Willis at quarterback. Now, he came in last week and tried to run the, the read option, and he turned the ball over, which they were able to overcome that and still get three points later in the game. But they're timely with their offense, and they slow the game down because they want this to be an under game all the way. The, yeah, you nailed it as far as the under game. And I don't think this will surprise you, but the bets over at BetMGM, everybody's going over the rushing total for Derrick Henry, set at 99.5, probably going to climb. You saw the prop analyzer today, the daily email, which does a great job. Go sign up for free right now at vison.com. Henry, when the total's 99.5 this year, he's 5-4 and four to the over. So five overs, four unders. The Packers, they give up 140 yards on the ground. The opposite of the Titans as far as metal and toughness. No doubt. And, and you know, look, it's going to be a hard game to catch the ball, right? And so, to me, Green Bay's got to – they got to play base defense against this front. They can't get into their nickels. And because who are you scared of on their offense? Like, who, who frightens you? Not Robert Woods, not the Westbrook kid, you know, not the first-round pick, Burks. I mean, nobody frightens you with their offense other than Henry. And they can make enough plays in their passing game, but they can't sustain a drive – if they're in too many third downs, they just can't do it. The line won't hold up. It, the more you talk about this team, it, it brings wonderment. Like Tannehill's banged up. It, 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 if he's not coach I mean, of the year, let's go ahead and throw up the graphics for Michael there. Yeah. The coach of the year. Vrabel's your third betting favorite, a hundred to one right now. I mean, it's unbelievable, right? The guy, what the guy's doing with this team is just remarkable. You put anybody on this team and, and, 
and you're wondering how he's going to win games. I mean, the, I said the tape that he, of the Kansas City game should go to the Hall of Fame. Hell, I think you could put the Washington tape in the Hall of Fame. I mean, they got the crap beat out of them all across the board by the Washington defensive front. I mean, if Washington doesn't make the playoffs, that game there will be the game that they, that, that they are going to look back to and say, we could have won this game. Because they dominate the game, they dominate the line of scrimmage, and yet they couldn't make the plays that they needed to make, and Tennessee just hangs around. They are truly a mentally tough team. They have the personality of their head coach. They're not going to go away, and they're not going to get away from their identity. They started slow this year like they did last year, and they've come on strong. They go 0-2 now. Think about it, Patrick. They're 0-2 going to start the season. Well, and also, they haven't scored more than 21 points in five straight games. No, they're <laughs> they, not going to. They're not scoring. Even against and the bad Raider defense, they can't score points. I mean, they what they scored 24 in the first. I mean, they can't score. That's not who they are. And and they don't want to be that way because they don't want to give the opponent the chance to win the game. They don't want to turn the ball over. His only way to lose is if he turns it over. And to be fair, Green Bay, they're 25th in points per play. Tennessee's 23rd in points per play. Outside of last week, where they kind of got going in the second half there against Dallas. Green Bay has been dreadful on offense. We'll come back and discuss the Packers side of this. But again, I, we, we had to start. We, Bond and I were talking, where do you start here? You have to start with the Titans and what Vrabel's done. It's just, it's, 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 it's unbelievable. It's amazing. That he, he's going to win. the. He, I'm telling you, if he were coaching the Jacksonville Jaguars, they'd be the best. They have the most talent in the South. They're not the best team. They're the most talent in the South. But this mentally tough team of Tennessee, weather's not going to affect them. You know, getting behind in the game, not. Now, they've got to – LaFleur's got to use that same strategy you used last week. Yeah, I think you and I always joke about it, but if you give me a choice right now, a couple of good assistants, the Lions, I'll take Vrabel over anybody yeah. but Belichick. We're coming back with Green Bay side, Thursday Night Football. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? 
I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, <laughs> hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, we dropped the guide. It's college basketball. It's awesome. Team pages, you've got over 400 pages digitally. It, make sure you download it. Remember, to get the college basketball betting guide and all of our guides here at VSIN, you have to become a VSIN pro. Go to VSIN.com slash subscribe. You get tips for beginning bettors as far as college basketball, title value bets, from our VEASAN experts, Matt Humans, Greg Hoops-Peterson, they all did a great job. Again, over 400 pages. Make sure you check it out. Everything's covered in the College Basketball Betting Guide. Okay, we're back. Week 11 kicks off. The- it's always interesting. Our schedules kind of line up. You work on Wednesdays, but our schedules kind of line up where Thursday night kicks off the new week. And yeah. again, it, it's it's you know it's a disaster for these players, but I'm sorry, Michael. I'm selfish. I love the Thursday night games. And tonight we get a pretty damn good one. Titans Packers. We talked about the Titans. And again, the Packers are laying three. The total's a low one at 41. So let's discuss the Packers. They snapped the five game losing streak and the come from behind win against Dallas. That was their best offensive performance. Remember, they hadn't scored over 22 points since week four. This is, again, oftentimes you're going to pay a tax on Aaron Rodgers. There's a lot of reasons the Titans match up well against this Packers team. Let's start with the Packers on offense. Well, the last three weeks on offense, the Packers have, have run the football effectively. They've got 208 yards against Buffalo. I know a lot of that was in the fourth quarter when I thought they kind of found their offense. And then they go into Detroit, and they don't run it as effectively. They go for 106. And then now they're back to 207 last week. And when you look at the games they've won and scored points, it's fascinating, right? Against New England, they ran for 199 yards. They scored 27 points, right? Against Chicago, they were able to run for 203 yards. They scored 27 points. And last week against the Dallas Cowboys, they scored 31 points and rushed for 207 yards. So, like, it doesn't take a brain surgeon to figure out when they run the ball and they keep it from being a 50-pass or 40-pass game, they can move the football effectively. Now, that becomes a little bit of a problem against a really good front. And so they're going to have to find a way to run the football because if they get into the situation where they can't, like they couldn't against the Commodores, you know, where they run for 38 yards and that, or against the Jets where they ran for 60. You know, that's going to be really problematic. They can't play that game. They make too many mistakes in the passing game. There's not enough details that get covered because of the young receivers. So they've got to do everything in their power with their skill players, with Dylan and with, AJ, and with, uh, with Aaron Jones, to make sure that they run the football effectively. Well, Jones, you mentioned 5.6 yards per carry, uh, just starting to get going here, where 24 rushes, 138, and a touchdown last week, where 
Tennessee struggles. Again, Tennessee's second against the run. They only give up 85 yards per game on the ground. Where they struggle is defending the running backs out of the backfield, catching the ball. That is going to be important here tonight. Jones is a tremendous catcher of the football. Yeah, and, and so and so they need to utilize that. And I think sometimes where we get a little bit misled, and we saw it a little bit in the Cowboy game, even though we only threw the ball 20 times, a couple of those throws were really runs. When he's throwing out there on the bubble screens or he's throwing the ball into the flat, those are really what I call control passes, where you know you're going to complete the pass and you're going to keep the clock moving. That's critical. And so that's what they're going to have to do tonight. They're going to have to loosen them up. And I don't think you'll see the Tennessee Titans get into much of a match game here. I don't think you'll see Gene Rayburn and the microphone come out because they know if they go into nickel or dime that Green Bay wants to run the ball. You know, And so they're going to have to make sure that that's how the game really gets matched up. Because if they play match game with them, if they start to go into that situation where, okay, they're in nickel, let's go to our nickel, or they're in dime, let's go to dime. I think what you'll see out of Tennessee is staying in their big nickel where they can still match on the inside receiver but still be firm enough to hold up against the run. LaFleur, and again, it's almost, uh, you know, people get frustrated when you talk about LaFleur because they just point to the 13 wins. But if you're talking coaching jobs, Vrabel and LaFleur this year, we we can't compare the two. What will his game plan be? Like if I'm an in game better tonight, I start to notice a couple of things about this Green Bay offense, and I want to fire on them. What what are we looking for as far as the flow here for the Packers? Time of possession. We're looking for them, their ability to control the football, right? The ability to keep, to get Green Bay to play, to, excuse me, to get Tennessee to play from behind, to make Tannehill have to participate in the game, right? They're going to have to cash in points. And if we're settling for threes and not scoring touchdowns, the game will always stay attached. What you try to do against Tennessee, it's hard to do, is get get the game disattached from them. It's really challenging to do. But I think that they can, they're going to have to throw it to run it, but throw it in a controlled fashion. Because even though, you know, they get into third downs, they haven't been a great third down team because of their precision lacking on offense. They're 18th in the league in third down conversions. So that's not been good enough. They're 23rd in red zone conversions. That hasn't been good enough. Now, last week it looked a lot better. But it's all built off the run game. And I think if you're in-game betting this, and if you see the if you see the Packers being able to put together a little bit of a drive and they stay out of those third and longs, they're going to be able to cash in. Yeah, I mean, again, where they were porous offensively in Detroit against a very bad defense. It it took 14 points in the fourth against Dallas. And again, there's some regression there with Dallas's defense. I, you know, it's interesting. This number opened one to two. It got bet up the three and a half and immediately bet back down to three, which is where you see Green Bay laying the three tonight. The percentages are split. You go over to BetMGM, it's 54% of the tickets on Green Bay. Yeah. We're coming back the other way. Like the, It's not necessarily being bought by the betters right now that Green Bay is just automatically going to become Rodgers in Green Bay. Yeah, well, they can't be Rodgers in Green Bay. They have to be a run game. They've got to, I mean, look, is it as clear as the nose on my face when they run for 200 yards, they actually are a better offense? When they, when they feature the run game, I mean, right. you know, they, they beat the Bears, they beat the Patriots, they beat the Cowboys. You know, when they run the football, that's when they're good. When they do what they did against the Jets and can't run it or against the Commanders and can't run it, they, haven't, they run into problems, so they can't do it. As one-dimensional as Tennessee is, and Green Bay's is one-dimensional, only it's masked behind the greatness of Rodgers. 
so that when they can throw the ball, he can still make throws. And I think what Watson did last week, they limited his route tree. You know, he ran over routes, he ran deep routes, and, you know, they didn't ask him to be the possession receiver. They asked him to be a big play receiver. The adjustment on the, on the first touchdown catch was great. You know, and he made a play. And I think that confidence will carry over. Now, you know, can he catch the ball in cold weather? We're going to find out because that's a frozen football my man's throwing tonight. I promise you. And just as a, a quick note, there are three and a halfs. Like, you go to DraftKings. If you want to bet Tennessee, go to DraftKings. They're three and a half. And we have BetMGM showing three. Circa is three, but minus 120. Remember, that 120, 110 is standard vigorous. 120, you're starting to see the wind blow up, potentially to three yeah. and a half. But again, Michael... My assumption is, especially at a, a couple of these sharp books, as soon as that three and a, as soon as that half gets shown out there, the betters are going to buy it back down. Yeah, I mean, look, and, and for me, this game is, you know, this is a game where when I break down my numbers, I had this as an 0.45 game. So they, okay. both teams were really tight, right? And so I had it right there. Now, here's the thing that's interesting is Green Bay it is not, Green Bay really only has a few strengths offense uh, uh, as a team. This, this, this Titan team is, is really strong for as bad as they look. In six of the 19 categories, they're in the top seven. They're in the top, they're in the top 12 in three of them. So they've got 19 strengths on their team, whereas Green Bay really is only in the top three and in, 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 in only in the top seven in three categories. And they've got a lot of weaknesses. You know, so to me, I think that that's really the difference. It's such a close game, but when I break down my game codes, it really favors Tennessee. Okay, so 20s as far as the temperature, but again, you're going to have 20 mile an hour gusts of winds, pretty, you know, 10 to 12 mile an hour consistent winds. To, to reiterate what I said at the top, there's a slight correlation with temperature and lower scoring, but it's not really the difference as you've taught us over the years. It really comes down to that wind. Yeah, it's all the wind. Where is the under? Is the under at 41 right now, Patrick? It's at 41. It's at 41 everywhere. Yeah, I mean, and so, like, for me, the, there is a significant wiggle room here from what my number is and what it is. Uh, again, I don't want to – I don't like playing Thursday night games because I do think the home team does have a distinct advantage. You know, this is this will be the third game in, in basically, you know, four, 13 days, 10 days that, the, that this Titan team has played, and they played a doubleheader in the last one. Sunday night game, they played a doubleheader. They bounced back and come back and play Denver – their offense wasn't great. They're on the field quite a bit. And now they got to play a game on Thursday. So I, I think that's a challenge. I mean, this if they're ever going to be tired, this is going to be the game that's going to get to them. And, of course, Green Bay played at home last week. It was in the late window, but they slept in their own beds. They stayed at home. So that short week becomes a little bit more manageable yeah. as they're going to be at home. You're going to see a lot I, I, of Derrick Henry. <laughs> yeah, I think see a lot of Derrick Henry. If you want to play the game, I think you got to you got to really favor the home team here. Not weather-wise, just because this Tennessee team has played a lot of plays defensively. They've played a lot of plays defensively, and that's going to be an issue. We are on Thunder Snow Watch. Of course, Stephen Bond, Mr. Bills, he's monitoring. We're going to have an answer, you would assume, pretty soon. We'll come back and discuss it. Cleveland and Buffalo, are they going to be playing in Ford Field in Detroit? Three to six feet Yes, I said feet, Michael Lombardi, potentially uh -oh. snow there in Buffalo. Feet. Yeah. I know all about <laughs> I know all about Lake Effect snow, trust me. And it's serious. Yeah, Cleveland. I can't Cleveland imagine Lake they can play that game. I can't. I mean, it's going to be hard just to move around. We'll talk about the betting ramifications when we come back. My assumption is it's 72 and sunny inside Ford Field. 
The assumption is we're going to hear about the decision over the next, I don't know, couple hours. Logistically, it has to go down. We're coming back Cleveland and Buffalo next here at Lombardi Line. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Remember, VSIN pros get all the betting tools. Part of the betting tools, the most popular aspect are the betting splits, money and bets for every single game, updated every 10 minutes from DraftKings, today's games and future events as well. Just go to VSIN.com, check out the betting splits, become a pro, VSIN.com slash subscribe. Michael Lombardi on location there in Miami. I don't know if you're going to break out the boogie board after the show, but you should you should enjoy the weather down there because I'm, I'm going to break out the boogie board to the airport. I got to get back. Patrick. You got to go I home. Got show quickly. tomorrow. I got home. Yeah, it's Thanksgiving. You know, I'm not going to be John Candy and get stuck here. I got to get out of here. You know, plane, trains, and automobiles. I got to get. You know, it's been a great. You got to get back so Bella Bella can annoy yeah. you, huh? Oh, that, that's you exactly go. right. Right at that's right at right at three forty-five when the games are being decided. Yes. Right, exactly. The best, there. the best was when uh, Flightline was running. Of course, that's when Bella needs your attention. Unbelievable! A, like, un- like she must have been listening to the con- like. I can't even explain how she could come up with that, but Impeccable only her. Timing. But yes, okay, yes. Let me get to. I mentioned the weather. A couple things. One, we've got our buddy Will Smith. I just said Will Smith because I was thinking Miami. Yeah. Will Hill's going to join, of course, Palms Pressing 3. We look forward to it every Thursday. And Mike Samich yet to come. So we've got a packed show. But obviously the conversation right now, Michael, Cleveland, Buffalo, Buffalo's lane eight. The question is, where will they be laying the points? Is it going to be in Buffalo where they're calling for three to six feet with this thunder snow coming through Buffalo? Or are we going to move it to Ford Field there in Detroit and the Dome? Are you hearing anything? We've got no updates no. as of now. I mean, I'm just, this is practical hearing because it's to me logic, right? So if Buffalo wasn't playing in Detroit on Thanksgiving day and they had a Sunday game, I think this game would have been moved to Monday easily because it would give them time to kind of get rid of the snow, allow the roads to clear, to get people to the game and, and yada, yada, yada. But that not being the case, you know, because they don't have that extra day, they have to figure out something. And Detroit is the most logical place to move the game. The, the Bills have to be there anyway. So they've got to play on a short week. If they go over and play the game on Sunday, they'll stay there. Why would they go back to Buffalo? Stay right there, practice, get ready to play the Lions, and go there, go forward. So to me, I think it's not about the, the game itself. It's about how do people get to the game, the safety of the fans, how do the teams get in and out of the Buffalo. There's a lot of logistics here. And it doesn't make any practical sense to put people in danger because these storms are really bad. And you could say, well, it might be over with by Sunday, but that doesn't affect, as you know, growing up in Detroit where power lines come down and people don't have heat and all those things that go with one of these kind of storms because of the the magnitude of the snow, you know, and I bet, well, it's, it's not heavy snow. I, I don't know what not heavy snow, right? And so it causes damage to some of the systems that we go through in our lives. So I don't see why they would do it if they have the option to go to Detroit. If they don't have the option to go to Detroit, maybe they have to go somewhere else, you know? Come down to Miami. They're not using Hard Rock Stadium. It'd be perfect weather. <laughs> I mean, it's a total public. It's a hazard. It, like, there's no... Oh, it's it is. Just, it, it's, it's total hazard. And you know, living in Cleveland for years and years, and Bond knows, and even when I would go to Chicago, that lake effect is real, man. Like it's real. the difference and the wind, it just becomes, it's brutal. It really is. And look, I mean, I, I know we want to watch a beautiful game with snow. And I, I love that. There's nothing, 
better than that. And I was a part of the Tuck game. And, and, and the scenery of the Tuck game was wonderful to look at. The results were, were still disturbing to me. However, that being said, you know, this is going to be just unbelievable. And the safety of the people there at the game has to weigh in on the decision. And I know it's only Thursday, and they, they've said they want to wait until Friday to really get a handle on the storm. They don't want to be too premature when maybe the storm will come Friday and they'll have all day Saturday right. to, to clean it, clear everything out, and then play the game on Sunday. So I, I think the one thing I know about the league with Goodell, he's going to err on the side of caution at best he can. And I'm sure that, you know, that, that Buffalo is probably rooting to go to Detroit early because it, they can play this game on a fast track. Without the weather, I think it really helps them, especially considering how Cleveland played last week against Miami and didn't cover anybody, didn't wasn't able to generate any pass rush, really never got to Tua, never disrupted the rhythm of the game. And once they got behind, they couldn't come back. I think if this game's played in Detroit, I'll be all over Buffalo and lay the points. So it'll be interesting to see how they readjust it. And it'll be fun to talk to Mike Palm about that. That's, yeah. And of course, you know, I know a lot of people were trying to get in on the thunder snow under again those tickets every shop handles the tickets differently but my assumption is it's going to be void if this is moved to detroit uh you know the shops will rip up your tickets if you do have one pre-existing so to just to follow up on your point in regards to the adjustment when we do go to essentially 72 and perfect weather inside ford field what do you think that eight gets adjusted to buffalo laying it with cleveland well, I mean, I was just looking on my phone here, and, and it was, it, you know, it opened up. It opened at at uh, here. I have the opener. It opened at it opened at nine in a lot of places, and it and it kind of has gone between nine, eight and a half. Now I see some DraftKings as a seven and a half out there, you know, and so I see some of that. And but pretty much, I would stay at status quo at eight. I think it ticks back up to eight and a half if it goes to if it plays in Detroit. And I think I obviously the, the over under probably will get adjusted back to 43, 44, maybe even higher. But right now, if you're sitting on a 41 ticket or even you could go to a 39 ticket and feel really good if they played it in the snow. Because you mentioned it, do you want to take a stab? You may have looked, but what do you got as far as Buffalo Detroit Thanksgiving? That's the early game. What do you what do you have that number there? What that, do you want to take a well, stab? I don't have it, but I'm going to take a stab at it because I got my numbers right in front of me. So Good. I would say I would say Buffalo. Let me get my power rankings here. Buffalo, Buffalo Detroit, one, Buffalo Detroit, Giants and Dallas, and you've got New England Minnesota, the late window coming up. On I, I'm say that's Day. going to be. I would say they're going to be a nine. A nine, a, a ten point favorite. Let me say you've 10. just, you just literally ten across the board. One tens, yeah. so doubles sitting on ten. Buffalo laying it. Detroit. Let's have some fun. The Giants at Dallas. The Giants at Dallas. My giant number is two. Let's see here. I'm looking here at the Giants. Two. I'm going to say that's going to be two and a half favor of the Cowboys. This is going to shock you. And again. There is always a Cowboys tax. When you dig into the defensive numbers for the Cowboys, it's getting ugly. And this is, I'm teasing this out. It's seven. Dallas is laying wow. seven. You know, so I have it as four. So, I, I mean, I would, I, I think two and a half would be my number. I don't think the, the power rankings on the Giants or the Cowboys are going to change that much. They're actually really close. I mean, I have the Cowboys in my power rankings, which I'll release tomorrow. Uh, in my column, I have the Cowboys one, two, three, four. They're the seventh ranked team. I have the I have the Giants as the ninth ranked team. 
And then finally, remember, New England, a division game, hosting the Jets, and then they turn around, they play the night game in Minnesota on Turkey Day. An interesting matchup. You want to take a stab at the number? Uh, 60, 58, and uh, I'm going to say New England's going to be a four-and-a-half-point dog in that game. Three-and-a-half. Mm. Minnesota, three-and-a-half. So your number is pretty damn close here. Ten, Buffalo Lane, Detroit. Dallas seven lane hosting the Giants middle of Turkey Day and then Minnesota three and a half. It, it does feel I, nobody my respects number, the Giants. I, I, I don't know what the Giants have to do. Now, it'll be a lot of people are on Detroit this week. I mean, I don't get that. Like I watched I watched the Detroit game again yesterday. And I mean, that defensive holding call that was called against Detroit. A call against Chicago. That was that was about as good a jam as you're ever going to see on the line of scrimmage that you could possibly mm-hmm. right. So I don't know how that was a penalty. I really don't. The guy jammed him and the guy fell down. I mean, he you when you play press corner, you're allowed to hit the guy in the first five yards. You're allowed to jam him, you know. And he punched him and he went right on the ground and they intercepted a ball and Detroit came back in the fourth quarter. I think that was I, I think that's fool's gold, Detroit. I really do. I think if you're playing Detroit again in a cold weather game on the road. You're seeing something that I didn't see in that tape. I mean, Chicago had a chance to win that game all the way to the end. Quickly, an update. It's not out of the question that the Browns-Bills game could be moved to a different location due to impending snowstorm. NFL is monitoring the storm and contact. Wait, Stephen, what are you sending me here? That We, we know that. Maybe I'm misreading this. Yeah, that's an old this, one. But that's an old one. Wait. If, oh, here it is. If Browns' bills get moved, it's not clear where it would be played, but Detroit makes a lot of... No, these are these are updates that I already already have, Stephen. Um, okay, so that's that as far as Turkey Day. Uh, actually, to me, outside of Buffalo and Detroit, a couple of those those later two games are very intriguing. They're going to be fun. They're gonna be, we're going to be fun. And, you know, I mean, I don't know how Detroit's possibly going to handle the speed of Buffalo uh, with their defense, especially if no. Buffalo gets into a rhythm which I think Buffalo is going to get into a rhythm against Cleveland. I think Josh Allen, I think he's, he's backs to the wall. I think he's a lot of those mistakes he's made are unforced errors. I think you're going to see him kind of refocus himself much like he did after the, after the bill, after the Patriot game where he went down to Tampa, you know, they stopped turning the ball over from the Tampa game on and were very difficult to play. Just for fun. I write my numbers down. I don't have the algorithm like you do. I had Buffalo 10, I had Dallas four and a half, and I had Minnesota four and a half. It's Dallas seven, Minnesota three and a half. I I was closer to your numbers. So yeah, that's, I uh, mean, like I don't well, this tax for Dallas. Like I have Minnesota should be the favorite in Dallas, and Dallas is getting all them, and Dallas is. And right. no one's betting Will Minnesota. Will Hill. Yep, yep, Minnesota three and a half right now. Will Hill's going to join us next. He's got to play on Thursday night football coming up here at Lombardi Line. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, 
Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, remember, any Monday or Thursday night football game, football fans can turn a loss into a win with the King of Sportsbooks. Bet MGM just place a single first touchdown score prop Monday, Thursday nights. That's tonight. If your bet loses, you're going to receive up $25 back in free bets. It's a great deal. It's an awesome deal throughout the year on Monday and Thursday nights over at Bet MGM. Remember, they reconfigured the app as well. 21 years or older, 1-800-GAMBLER. If you have an issue, Mississippi, Nevada, or New York, not available. We go L.A. to Miami to Connecticut. That's what VEASAN does as we welcome you back here. Lombardi line, Michael Lombardi down, doing some business with the book. He returns back to Ocean City and Bella and the crew just after the <laughs> show. We welcome in our buddy Will Hill, VEASAN insider. Now, would you like to, we were reconnecting with Michael when you asked me the question, would you like to pose the same question to Michael Lombardi, please? I mean, first of all, I thought Lombardi and I were close. He goes down to Miami, he's partying with Pitbull, he's doing all sorts of fun things. I don't even get a text, a call, nothing. But uh, There is the MVP voting tonight for baseball. I'm, I, we know Judge is going to win. I'm curious how many votes out of 50 Otani will get. I have a bet under five and a half. I'm curious what uh, what you guys think. Your boy, Michael. I, I show can't, him. I mean... Yeah, I'm sure I would take the under on that one. You know, I would take the under. I, I can't imagine. But, you know, look, the, I, the fact that Nolan Ryan never won a Cy Young Award in his entire career tells you all you need to know about that was voting by the baseball people. Yep, 100%. Now, Will, you were ahead. Weren't, didn't you get down a bunch throughout the year on Judge as the numbers were adjusting as well? Yeah, I know Wes Reynolds had like 20 to 1. I, I said it three or four. I think it was a three to one or four to one on this show. I was like, hey, it's late, but better late than never. I, I figured he'd win it and uh, he'll probably win it pretty comfortably tonight. Not that we want to spend that much time on it, but the, baseball does such a bad job. They spent two hours on these award shows. It's crazy. Like we all know the winners. It's just so ridiculous. And the season was over two months ago. It makes no sense. Yeah. I mean, you know, the show you need to produce, but, but let me ask you this question. Where, what are you betting for judges next team? What, what's that? What's I know you're betting that. So what's his next team? The Yankees will keep them. They are cheap when it comes to just signing other players, but they're not stupid. They have all the money in the world. It would be such a bad PR move business-wise to let him walk. They have all the money in the world. They could sign all these guys. They will not let him get away. The, the question is, do they build once around him? Do they spend around him? 
if they keep him, which if I'm judge, I want some some guarantees that, hey, you're going to get some other players because, you know what, when George was alive, they're getting every free agent. It's not the way anymore, and the Astros have passed them by like they're standing still, so I do think they will keep him, though. Will Hill, we've got, you know, to be honest with you, the only book that's showing three and a half is DraftKings right now. Green Bay laying three and a half at DraftKings. Everywhere else, it's three. Now, it is juiced, 120, 125 at a couple of shops with Green Bay laying it. Tennessee, Green Bay, Thursday night, week 11, total of 41. We do have weather. Again, slight correlation with temperature and a little lower scoring, but not much. 20s, gusts up to 20 mile an hour, so we're going to have wind chill in the low teens there, Will. What do you got on this one? I like the Packers. I think they're going to win. I don't have any appetite for laying three and a half. Like you mentioned, there's going to be weather. Should be a lower scoring game. I would go with the under, especially on Thursday night football, where I tend to lean towards the home team, tend to lean towards the under. I do think both of these offenses will have some success, but canceling that out is both these teams play awfully slow. So, you know, you have a low total, you have some weather, you have two slow teams. I could see a 21-17, 20-17. I think it'll be a tight game. So that three and a half is valuable. But I do think the Packers win. I think the Titans are one of these teams, sort of like the Giants and the Vikings, where you look at their record, you say, wow, this is a really good team. And they are gritty. They're well coached. There's a lot of intangibles with Tennessee. But I do think Green Bay is slightly the better team. I think Green Bay's had some bad luck in close games, you know, other than Detroit, um, where Green Bay really played terribly. Green Bay is just... Been in a lot of these games, haven't been able to finish. Tennessee's sort of been the opposite. And I think if you look at Tennessee's wins, who they've beaten, it's a combined like 15, 30, and 2. It's not like they've beaten the class of the league. So uh, I think the Packers probably win by a touchdown, something like that. Three is probably as far as I'd go. I do think the Packers win the game tonight. You know, it's funny. Last week when they played Denver, you know, they, they play exactly that ugly style. They had, you know, they had 13 drives in the game, eight punts, one fumble. You know, and they had nine drives where they get one first down or less. I mean, think about that. And then they still find a way to win. I mean, they averaged 5.1 yards per play because they held Denver to 4.3 yards per play with a bunch of backups. I mean, in Denver, you know, you would think Denver would have been able to move the ball more effectively against all these guys that weren't playing with Tennessee. Every time I look at a game book when it comes to the Titans, I get I marvel at it. I mean, here they are. They can't run the football, and yet they have a 63-yard touchdown pass. They have another 41-yard touchdown. They have another 41-yard pass, and they, they make three plays. Their rushes and completions mm-hmm. last week were a disaster. They had 42 rushes and completions. They had 17 incompletions in the game, you know? And so, and and last week, unlike a Vrabel-type team, they had they were penalized nine times. They were offsides three times. They allowed three first downs in the game on penalties. That's typically not like them, but, and they still won. I would say, too, this is everything for Green Bay. Just sorry to jump in, but this is everything for Green Bay. The Titans, they're fat and happy. They got a nice little cushion in their division, which is a terrible division. The Packers, if they have any hope of of making a run for a wild card, they got to win tonight and they got to keep winning. So you get the hungrier team, too. Yep. Four and six for the Packers. Six and three again. Six and one straight up their last seven for the Titans. Seven and oh ATS to Michael's point about Denver and Tennessee. Denver had every reason and every right to win that football game as well. That's why we keep going back to Vrabel. His team had it sitting there. They played a horrible football game, yet they come away with a win. They're six in their last seven games. He's just done an amazing job. Uh, unbelievable. I mean, and, and, and Patrick, you know, look, Wilson put the ball on the ground, three fumbles. They, now they recovered them all, but he put their, they had the ball out three times. 
you know, yep. and 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 it's just remarkable that they find ways to win. And this this is contagious. I mean, this is really what happens to these teams. They start to believe they can win any game, and I think that's where you are with the Titans. Okay, Will Props. Packers give up 140 on the ground. No surprise. Everybody is hammering Derrick Henry. This morning, it was set for his rush total at 99.5. DraftKings has adjusted. They've gone to 100.5 minus 115 to the over. Why? That's a lot. That's asking a lot. Especially if you like the Packers in the game, you figure they can get a lead and sort of try to make the running game obsolete. I know Tennessee's going to stick to the run no matter what. Boy, if I had to bet it, I guess I would just hold my nose and take the under, but I, that's not one I really want a part of. You know, the one thing is 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 that with Green Bay's poor tackling, you got to think that if he breaks through, and yeah. he couldn't break through the Denver second, he couldn't get there. There was a couple runs you thought he was going to get there, and he couldn't do it. it. It really comes down to when you're playing these overs on backs, they've got to have a long run. They've got to have a long run somewhere in the game. And, and this is the kind of game where you might think Henry could have, like the Chief game. He had two long runs in the chief games and he really didn't do much else, you know, and, and that still, that still curtails your ability to run the ball because like most defensive coaches in the league, they always say, well, throw out the, the big run and we held them to 2.4. Well, we can't throw out the big run. They gained it. Like it's still there. But I think in this case on the over, you're counting on him making a big run against green Bay's defense and a lot of two yard gains in between. Just as an aside, I do like Aaron Jones. His receiving total tonight, 23 and a half. While the Titans have been awesome against the run, they struggle to cover the back out of the backfield. So we'll circle back on that. Uh, the number in the line that seems to be, and you're a Minnesota fan, so let's talk about it. It's almost like Kevin O'Connell's like, thank you, Lord. You're going to make us dogs at home against Dallas? That's where it sits right now, Will. Yeah, I think I had the same reaction that most people had where, hey, the the Wrong team is favored here. Thought Minnesota would be laying a point or so. Not that a point is all the difference in the world, except for teasers where it really does matter a lot. I just, man, I don't know. You you look at the Vikings, their stats. They keep getting lucky in turnovers. There were four fumbles in the game versus Buffalo. They recovered all of them. They're plus eight in turnovers. Uh, Darisaw might not play, which is a huge part of this game. Jefferson's on the injury report. I liked Minnesota early on, but, man, Dallas, uh, I don't know. I, I just... I'm spooked by Minnesota because I don't think they're that good, but they keep finding ways to win. In spite of what they did last week, they averaged 6-1 per play against Buffalo. They gave up 6-8 and still won the game. Yeah. Yep. You know, and and Buffalo was 53% on fourth, third down. You know, let's face it, Buffalo dominates the game, and they have 28 plays in the fourth quarter. They have one punt, two interceptions, and a fumble. They got 14. Buffalo got 14 first downs between overtime in the fourth quarter and still lost the game and still turned it over that much. I mean, that's an improbable win by Minnesota. Really, when you think of it, it's the miracle. It Really, it was the miracle in Buffalo, much like the miracle in the Meadowlands. There is no reason Buffalo should have lost that game. Yeah, and Will was fired up about it. He'll take it. I will say this. The Dallas defensive regression is real, and I don't think, you know, I yeah. think Mike Parsons is hurt. There's something there, Michael, because he has been absent quickly. Thursday, late game. You're excited about this. The Patriots headed to Minnesota. Are you surprised? Three and a half? Seems a little short, maybe? A little bit, but look, the books aren't buying into Minnesota. They're not looking at the record. They're just looking at some of these underlying stats, like Lombardi says, yards per play, some of these other things where Minnesota's just sort of middle of the pack in a lot of these categories, despite a great record. I mean, it's a strange season where Minnesota's 8-1. and one. We're not that impressed. The Giants are 7-2. and two. The Jets are good. Uh, it's uh, definitely a strange year. It's really okay. the year should be tagged 
how to avoid losing and you'll win. I mean, those are what the teams are doing. And and the, and Minnesota really should have lost. They didn't avoid losing last week, and they still won. That's how lucky they've been. Mike Vrabel should give a speech how to win in a year like 2022. That, <laughs> yeah. That's really what it comes down to. Okay, if you were to play, you'd go under the 41 tonight, right, Will? Yeah, Packers win a close, low-scoring game, 21-14, something like that. He's Will Hill. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate Thanks, you. Will. we got quarterback answers coming back next here at Lombardi Line. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.